It's still on for Queensland though. Ponga through. Caleb oh, the magic man from Newcastle. <laughs> and he's put his state ahead. Hello and welcome to Friday Lines. I'm your host for today, Nikki Sylvester. Friday Lines is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, Punting Form, Manscaped and Topsport.com.au. Joining me today is MG for all things AFL and we've also got uh, the king of state of origin top rope up there in orange in the studio with us today. MG. How you going, Nikki? <laughs> Big week. I'm on a high. I'm on a high. Woohoo! We can't tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We'll get to your origin trip in a minute, but uh, yeah, AFL, um, been overshadowed by plenty of sport going on this week, but we did have a uh, top one of Top Ropes' favourites. A coach sacking? Coach sacking, yes. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Kangaroos uh, part ways with uh, David Noble. Uh, he's lost 14 games straight, so it was probably uh, on the cards to do it, but uh, yeah, they parted ways. So uh, team in crisis there, Top Rope. Um, another coach sacking, one of your favourites. Uh, I absolutely love it. Nothing like some blood on the floor. I don't know anything about this uh, <laughs> This David Noble. Would, uh, maybe you give us a little bit of insight as to who's going to get the job, MG. Um, are we going to see you know, a, a return of like a, a, a you know, Dean Laidley, Tim Sheen style at the Tigers or <laughs> um, you know, any, uh, any old uh, club favourites uh, in the mix? Yeah, I'm not sure they recycle them like they do in rugby league. <laughs> they love uh, giving them five, six, seven, eight chances in rugby league. But the AFL, they're lucky to get a second chance. But uh, no, just the reserves coach going to uh, step up for the rest of the season and then they'll uh, sort someone out top rope. But I'm not sure many people will be lined up for this job, I don't think. They're uh, a team in uh, – they've got some, pro- got some uh, problems. Yeah, they are a team in, um, in all sorts and dire straits. And exactly like do you – if you take your, put your name to the job, What's going to happen? Like, if you also don't perform and the team don't perform for you, you know what your future is. So, yeah. well, they only go well, and they don't have a history of giving them much time either. No. So, I think they said uh, the uh, the captain Zebels had uh, four four coaches um, already in his career. So, um, they don't hang around long, and they they want into success. Unfortunately, the Big position business. they're in, it's going to be a fair rebuild again. So, yeah, no good for the kangaroos. No good for the kangaroos. Also, uh, so what have we got? We've got the West Tigers. Have got the um, that 2025, Benji Marshall. <laughs> the West Tigers, who have sacked more coaches than any club <laughs> over the last decade, have locked in. I've locked in two coaches for the next seven years. I'll, I'll give you the tip: by 2027, they're going to be paying about seven coaches. <laughs> the way things are headed, it's uh, the club is. It, it, I, I don't know. Kind of just taking what you're saying about the Kangaroos and the AFL. I, I'm going to dare say the Tigers are of a similar thing. They are the worst run club. The CEO, Justin Pascoe, he's one of the grade-A morons of rugby league, more 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 attuned to, 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 to being on the block than he used to being a CEO of a rugby league team. Uh, and have gone and in one of the most stunning hires of, of all time, really, have pulled back Tim Sheens, their premiership winning coach from 2005. Bear in mind, I know you two are both good at maths. That's 17 years ago. He was sacked at the Tigers 10 years ago, has done very little since other than a, a pretty uninspiring coach in the, in the Super League, comes back as a football manager, has denied wants to coach, denied wants to coach, denied wants to coach. All of a sudden, he's the last man standing. He's the head coach. Astonishing. And then to top it all off, they've given a long-term deal to Benji Marshall, who has not even been an assistant coach, who retired last year, 
truly, truly astonishing. Only at the West Coast. You know, I was thinking about that last night and I thought perhaps they've seen the success that Billy Slater had, right? Like, and, and I'm not saying Benji Marshall is anywhere near a Billy Slater, nor would he have had any of the coaching prowess that Billy Slater would have been given under the tutelage that he had. But maybe they've seen the result that he had in his first Origin Series as coach and they've gone, geez, do you know what? We might have that with Benji Marshall. Let's make him, let's make him the coach in 2025. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, is that a theory for a, for a club that is obviously as poorly run as that? Perhaps they've seen this and they've gone, okay, well, we'll implement something like that. I don't disagree with that line of thinking at all. They probably should look towards the, the animal coaching crew of Brad Fittler as a probably more pertinent example as to where, um, as to, 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 to what they're doing. Like, yeah, good coaches in the area, you know, Trent Robinson's, Craig Bellamy's, yeah, got, the guys have kind of done a, a pretty good job. Uh, typically, being an assistant coach under a good coach, yeah, he, Benji. Maybe getting that. I'm not sure what if a 71 year old Tim Sheens is the right kind of guidance, but maybe I'm not going to rule it out. But usually they they have a pretty if they've been a head coach at a lower grade before. You know, a, a certain you certainly given a head coaching job with only two years you know, assistant coaching experience. It's very very rare. So um, you know this is just this is nothing. This is a PR hire. Like this is just for Tigers fans to get off their back and and and. And, and go, oh, great, a club legend, two club legends are coming in to, to, for the old premiership winning coach. Like, like you, you mentioned before, MG, that coaches get uh, recycled a bit in league. They tend to get recycled from kind of club to club. There certainly is a, a kind of cadre out there who, who do that. But it's incredibly rare for a club to bring back an older coach. You know, the Broncos did it with Wayne Bennett, got a little bit of success there for years, but he was a fair bit younger. The Panthers did it with Ivan Cleary after he was away for three or four years. But a coach returning after a decade, like, that is a long time out of football. Football in twenty in twenty twelve looked very different to look very different to football in twenty twenty two. It's yeah. a truly astonishing hype. Do they? Um, I guess is it to appease the uh, Tigers fans in any way to say, listen, we've got a long term plan. So if they come in for the next two years and Sheens doesn't do any good, then they say, well, we're holding out for Benji Marshall. Have they got the ability if Sheens doesn't go any good, say for next year, do they bring Benji forward? Is it like an out clause almost that they're setting down for the next three to five years? I think that's their thinking, but no one believes it. <laughs> not just no, like no Tigers fans buy into this. Like it, it, Tigers fans more than anyone know what a diabolically diabolical state the club is in, and but it's pretty clear that it was a very unattractive job. They probably weren't going to get any of the kind of assistance. There's not a lot out there, so they needed a holding coach. Fine, if you really like seriously, I don't think the Tim Sheens hire is very stupid. If you want a holding coach, he is the Tigers. I, I, I kind of get it. I just do not understand putting Benji Marshall in in, in that position. If you're going to sign him. Yeah, put him in there as a system for a couple of years. Like, but to lock in a kind of coach for the next five, six, seven years, like who with zero experience, like defies belief. And only the Tigers would do that. Like, seriously, absolutely moronic. Like, I love Benji. Benji's great on television. Benji is one of the smartest brains in footy. Benji may well turn out to be a gun coach, but to, to when you're a badly run club who hasn't made the finals in over a decade, to hit your wagon like that. Just truly astonishing. Can we get to the important stuff? <laughs> State of origin. You are the king of origin. You have literally tipped the card in all three games. Anyone who got your GGOA for the origin would clearly be up and about right now because you literally tipped it. It was insane. I went with you uh, and good. it was so good to be there. And um, I think I would text you, you were the goat. You know, you got my running commentary. 
it was um, it was it was it was a great result. Uh, that, that last Ponga try put him into uh, put the Maroons in front and uh, put Ponga in from about uh, an eight to one shot into about a dollar forty. So uh, pretty good to go up to thirteen dollars. Yeah, uh, man of the match. I think in uh, all three games, and we, we 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 certainly got the big bets in, in all three games as well. So um, yeah, it was a, it was a good result, great Oregon series, and yeah. In, in fairness, only Brad Fittler didn't really see what was coming. Like it was, you know, the referee was always going to referee towards Queensland's favour, and that's not kind of suggesting any bias there. That's just, you know, game three referees pocket the whistle. They don't, they don't give much away, you know, particularly in front of a, you know, a, a crowd. You know, if they're anything like you, Nikki, a, a raucous crowd. So, um, <laughs> so it was good. And look, Queensland absolutely deserved it. Was, it was. The most Queensland of Queensland wins. They've, they've, their their ethos, their legend has been built on these kind of wins. Yeah, you know, backs against the wall. No one gives us a chance. We haven't got the talent, and they pull it out. And that was yeah, typical win there. And yeah, the 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 the, the roosters, came, the, the chickens really came home to roost on um, oh, for Brad Fittler on, on Wednesday night. Some of the team selections were stupid. We kind of mentioned all series. You know, they're not. Tupo, Alvarado, Carr, Ping, Talakai, but a guy who isn't the top 50 players available for New South Wales anyway, leaving out the, the, the star player from game one. Like, yeah, the, the Blues deserve to lose. And they were, yeah, they were outcoached, they were outsmarted, they were outplayed. It was a great win for Queensland. Listen, for those who missed it, our origin was on Wednesday night and Queensland won 22 to 12 after being down at half time. And as good as the game was on field, and some are saying that it was possibly one of the best origins of all time, top ropes. Doesn't put it as the best, but close to. Top rope, your tipping uh, throughout not only Game 3, but the whole Origin Series is outstanding. Hall of Fame-like performance. And oh, yeah. I know last year we ran the Hall of Fame and we haven't had it up this year, but there's a nomination for you going into the Hall of Fame. And I know it's your Hall of Fame, so it's hard to tip you in. But seriously, like the, you know, and everyone's got punters clubs that they, uh, you know, that we uh, are involved in and everything like that. But just for a series of three games, to tip what you did, um, throughout you know three games and even we were on monday's show yeah that's right um monday he tipped he tipped the line yeah you tipped the unders you tipped queensland yep and tip man of the match and you tipped man of the match and then 13 dollars yeah and you're only in my opinion uh a short pass for the first try but if it was a longer pass which oats was waiting next man out at at 12 or 13 dollars as well you would have nailed the first try as well so um that's as a complete uh, tipping performance as I've seen, and I was privy to all of it. And I'm just converted now. It's just like you know, not only is it paid a few holidays, which everyone's excited for at the end of the year, <laughs> which we'll be sending you postcards. But um, yeah, that was astonishing. So next year when the Origin series rolls around, seriously, there is uh, no meta, no better man to be following than uh, our man Top Rope for he's, sure. He's the king of Origin. He's the goat. It was astonishing. Yeah, yeah. from from Munster onwards, it was yeah. uh, it was a clinic. And uh, yeah. you know, and your chips all in again, even after. Queensland were outsiders before Munster and that were pulled out. You said they had the wrong favourite when it was plus, I think, two or three. Uh, and even when they came out, you yep. backed it up again on the Monday at the plus eight. And I think they got to plus nine in certain areas. So uh, outstanding work, Top Rope. It was uh, a pleasure to witness. Well, after that, I'm, I'm a little speechless. It's, it's usually hard to keep me quiet, but I haven't got much to say. So thank you, guys. No, outstanding. All right, golf. Yes, onto the golf. Round one leaderboard. What have we got? Cam Young, eight under. Did he have a chance to? Did he just? Did he miss one? 
and he could have been with his tenor. He missed maybe? an eagle putt, but he he missed an eagle putt on uh, fourteen. That um, it was fourteen. Uh, that he he should hit and then miss <laughs> and miss hit it and, and and failed to get the birdie as well, and then missed another birdie chance on the next on the next hole. So could easily have shot uh, a major record, kind of sixty one, sixty two there. So. Uh, tremendous effort from, from 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 Cam Young. It was, um, yeah, look, the, everyone's absolutely thrilled to be back at the old course for the 150th Open, the 30th time it's been staged here. But when there's not much wind up, there's not a lot of, not a lot of defence this course, and I can see the uh, Green and Grace's 62 uh, major record certainly being equal or better this week. So, um, and Cam Young certainly gave it a red hot run on on day one. And then um, I had a look at the leaderboard this morning because obviously. Um you know, Cranberry was watching the golf all last night and all this morning. And um, and he he said, just check out the Aussies there. Like, there's quite a few Aussies that are in the top 10. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, got Cam Smith Cam, got a Cam lot of Smith, the of course. Um, but, but a few kind of lesser lights that you, you expect, like Brad Kennedy, uh, and he plays on the kind of Australian and, and Japanese tours. Um, Minwoo Lee won the Scottish Open last year and, and kind of um, – as great a golfer is, he's not even the best golfer in his family. Sister Minji's uh, certainly got him covered there. Um, but it was a, yeah, Australians love links golf. And Australians have a great record at the Open Championship going back a long, long time. Um, but, yeah, it is it is fantastic to see so many, so many Aussies at the top of the leaderboard. Fantastic. And can you just run me through that we've got the Commonwealth Games. We've got a Commonwealth Games package and you've named it appropriately. The Top Rope Birmingham Blinders, which starts on July 28th. I love it. This is amazing. Kudos to you. I would love to take credit for the name, but we're uh, going to give that one to our, to our fearless leader, Scooty, on that one. He's done well. But, uh, yeah, hopefully can, uh, can get a little bit of Peaky Blinders action going. The uh, the research started last night. got the first markets up from the tab. Um, found, found, a, found a moral in the men's, men's squash. So a moral in the men's one. squash. At what price? Uh, very short, so it'll be a multi-filler, uh, $1.60, $1.70. But uh, um, yeah, we'll be looking at uh, uh, the New Zealander whose uh, name escapes me right now because I am not a squash man. So, uh, but his he, name, escape, his name escapes him because everyone need, a Top Rope needs everybody to get to Little Birdie Shop. And uh, as you can, as Nikki said, under the Top Rope Birmingham blinders for the Commonwealth Games starts July 28th. For $55, you get uh, virtually two weeks of action. There'll be tips every day. So, um He's uh, got plenty of action in there, so it's well worth the 55 investment to get a uh, full range to enjoy your Commonwealth Games. Yeah, and we had a fill-up on the Olympics as well, if you recall. It was a, a kind of an enjoyable run there too. So, um, look, it'll it'll cover a lot of sports. We're, we're, yeah, $55 to have some have two weeks of action on uh, on sports you wouldn't normally follow. It's it's good fun. So um, we'll 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 cross the cross the sporting sporting continuum there. Now let's get into it. Time for Friday Lines, proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with the bookie you can trust. Bet with Topsport. Okay, let's go to AFL Game 1. All right, we've got the Western Bulldogs taking on the Saints to, uh, tonight at 7.50pm. Sorry, I don't normally do the Friday show. Okay, so the Western <laughs> Bulldogs head-to-head, $1.65, St Kilda, two twenty-seven. The line is 6.5 and, and the over under one seventy and a half. MG, your thoughts? Yeah, good match to start off uh, round 18 here, Nikki. We've got uh, 10th v 9th, so this is a mini-final, I think, mm-hmm. of sorts with uh, six rounds to go. So the loser is going to be uh, pushing it up the hill to get into the finals. So, um, yeah, big outcome, both on their home deck, so they've got no excuses. Um, sides are pretty solid. 
Um, Bulldogs get probably the better of the team changes. They get uh, Smith back in and also Bruce, who hasn't played uh, this year, so he will uh, add some bite up forward as well. So, um, you know, both sides come into this game with not not great form on the board. Bulldogs have uh, been pounded the last two weeks and uh, St Kilda have lost four of their last five. So uh, both teams on the slide and one of them is going to be, uh, as, as I said, probably out of action for the finals after, after tonight. So... Um, big game going forward. The betting uh, open four and a half to the Bulldogs. Uh, got up as high as nine. It's checked back to six. So there's good money both ways here. So bookies are enjoying a good betting contest. Uh, I'm a bit surprised the total's probably a bit low for me. Um, around the 169, 170. I think uh, in the dome, this will be uh, fast and furious up and down. If they kick straight, then uh, I have a slight lean to the over. Not really in the game. I think it'll be a close game. Uh, if I was going to tip one, I'd tip the Bulldogs, but I don't think there's much value there. Okay, thanks, MG. All right, now we're going to head to the NRL, the first game for tonight. We've got uh, North Queensland taking on Cronulla up in uh, North Queensland, 6 o'clock. So the Cowboys are $1.90. Cronulla is $1.94, no line at the moment, and the over-under is 40 and a half. So close to take your pick, top rope. How do you see this one? Yeah, Sharks off the map and it's gone up and four and a half point dogs when we tipped on, on, on Monday. It's in the pick now. now. Um, they're missing nearly all of their origin players. Uh, we've ruled out Tom Deere and Val Holmes. Murray Tuolagi, Jordan McLean, and Jeremiah Nenai. So um, that that certainly kind of has predominance in the in the frame here. Um, they've lost Tom and Nakora, but uh, they get a few back, including Nico. Um, Sharks have dominated this matchup historically. They've won seven straight against the Cowboys. They've covered fourteen of seventeen. They've won the last three in Townsville. Well, it's been a dangerous game to be against the Cowboys this year. They've covered twelve of sixteen, but happy to be the Sharks in this one. Okay, the Sharkies up up Cronulla. Now let's go to the AFL second match. So we've got Carlton Geelong. Uh, that's Saturday at seven twenty-five PM. Carlton two thirty-five. Geelong a dollar sixty. The line is eight and a half, and the over/unders one fifty-seven and a half. Jeez, this will be good. Yeah, probably match of the round for me. I think uh, Saturday night at the MCG, mm-hmm. Nikki, as you said. Uh, unfortunately, there's a bit of weather around <coughs> forecast, which might mm. dampen the uh, the quality of the game, but. Uh, yeah, looking forward to this. Fifth v first on the ladder. Um, you know, Carlton have been going okay. Um, up and down a bit. The last seven game stretch they've gone win-loss, whereas uh, Geelong have won seven in a row. So there's probably, other than Collingwood in the in, in the AFL, there's not many hotter teams going around. Um, expect a big crowd, although the weather might tamper that a little bit. But at the MCG... Um, I don't know what more you can say about Geelong. They 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 did the business against Melbourne uh, down in their home ground last week, so that was uh, a really good win. Um, Carlton coming off a pretty easy uh, win over in Perth, but it's still that travel that that concerns me a little. That you know teams going to Perth coming up the next week are, are not always at their optimum. So I like Geelong in this contest. Um, the betting's very very rock solid around that seven eight line, so hasn't not a lot of movement so far, but. Yeah, I, I like the Cats. I think there's a fair edge in this game for, for Geelong. Um, I know they're going to the MCG, but I think they've got the defence to hold Carlton's two-prong attack. And speaking of, of that, the uh, probably four of the best, maybe six or eight forwards in the game are, are on the park with Cameron and Hawkins. Um, and then you've got uh, the two Mackay and uh, Kerno going for Carlton. So this match, hopefully the weather holds and we can see uh, a display from both forwards. But yeah, I think uh, I like Geelong and going to stay out of the total just because of the weather. All right, there we go. Geelong there. Now let's go to the NRL, the second match. My babies, the Roosters taking on St. George. Uh, so that is 3 o'clock tomorrow. Roosters, $1.36. St. George, three twenty. The line is 8.5 over under 42.5. Please tell me, Top Rope, I'm gonna, we're going to win this one. Uh, yeah, I, I just certainly lean towards the Roosters here. Not a great deal of confidence the way we've been playing, but it's kind of do or die now for the Roosters. It's 
It's hard to it's hard to believe they're outside the top eight at the moment. Um, considering the class they've got, look, we've still got no Luke Cheery, but Joe Manus had a good run in the halves, and I really just don't like the Dragons away from their kind of traditional home grounds of Cogger and Wall and cover just three of thirteen. Um, we'll see if Ben Hunt backs up. He had a pretty big game the other night. I think he played eighty minutes or close to. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know whether he will back up. Uh, but look, the Roosters. You know, good bounce back squad. You covered 12 of 18 and a full loss of more than one converted try. So, uh, leading towards a chook. So, I think Gosford, the weather holds off and I think it's going to. Um, I'm not sure why I looked at the sky then because we're about five hours away from Gosford. So, probably got nothing to do with it. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, leading towards the over here as well. Thanks. Let's hope that, uh, the chooks get up for I think it's, uh, Trent Robinson's 250th game as coach. Yeah. And what a remarkable coaching run it's been. He won a premiership and he's, First year, and I think they've pretty much uh, run top four all bar kind of two or three years of his decade long run at the helm. So, um, yeah, remarkable effort from Trent. Thanks, Top Rope. Let's go to the third game for the AFL. We've got Melbourne v Port Adelaide. Uh, so that is Sunday, 3.20 game. Melbourne, $1.50. Port Adelaide, two fifty five. The line is 10.5 over under one fifty five and a half. Jeez, Melbourne, if they lose this, yeah. I'm telling you, they're cooked. Yeah, you put the line through them uh, fortnight ago, and you probably haven't been too much wrong since. But uh, yeah, just note for punters: this is uh, this game's actually not in Melbourne. It's at the uh, it's at Alice Springs, so it's, a, yeah. it's a, I guess it's a neutral venue for both yep. teams. Um, so yeah, um, geez, all money for Port Adelaide here, and I understand why. I think the bookies went up uh, almost treating this like a Melbourne home game. I think uh, put up uh, plus fifteen and a half, which I just think. I, I know in, if you look on the ladder and it's second v 12th, you mm. think, you know, it should be a bit of a mismatch. But Melbourne uh, now lost four out of their last six. Um, you know, Nick, as we said, I think Nicky about a month, uh, three or four weeks ago, put a line through him and said their flag chances are over. But on the back of losing um, was Prem, uh, Brownlow favourite Oliver. He is out um, with a fractured thumb. Just the, the contested ball, I think, is going to be too hard to cover for for Melbourne here, and I understand why why the market shifted pretty hard towards Port. It's gone now down to plus 10.5. Um, so this is a pretty active game for me. We tipped Port at the start of the week at the plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy with the way the market's trending. I think Port are up this into their ears, and they need to win. It's all or nothing now for Port Adelaide. So these are elimination finals going in. They need a big scalp, and this one is one they will target. So I just think with the changes of the team, losing Oliver – um, also like the under in this game, um, started 161, it's too high for me, it's down around mid-50s, 150s now. Um, the head-to-head contest, 11 of the last 13 have gone under between these two and it's eight straight unders, so that's a real good spot for the unders for me. Up in Alice Springs might be a bit slippery as well So um, with the humidity, so Just I really like Port and I like the unders in this game. Okay, Port there in the unders. All right, let's go to the NRL, the third game. <laughs> The hotly contested West Tigers taking on the Penrith Panthers. That is Sunday, the two o'clock game. West Tigers three ten. Penrith a dollar thirty eight. The line is seven and a half, and the over unders forty one and a half. Surely it's just got to be one way traffic for Penrith on this one. No, Penrith are resting all of their Origin players. None of them were named, so um, so they're definitely playing. Uh, the line in this one opened a stupid twelve and a half, which was stupid because Penrith rested. From New South Wales Cup last week, all the backups will be playing first grade this week. So um, it was pretty obvious as to what they were going to do. Lines in seven and a half, I still think it's probably a touch too big. I've got this marked uh, flat six here, so I could still back the Tigers. I think I don't think this game starts more than six points. I, I, yeah, Ben's only going one way towards the Tigers here. I know they're 
It's a sick watch being on the Tigers, but they have got a good record as a big underdog and they have covered four of their last six against the Panthers. So uh, Penrith aren't great away from uh, Penrith Stadium as a betting proposition covering the line. So uh, I'll be on the Tigers here. Okay, the West Tigers there for top rope. <laughs> now we're just going to have a quick look through the rest of the uh, AFL games. Saturday at 1.45, Adelaide take on Collingwood. Adelaide 2.40, Collingwood $1.57. The line is 9.5 and the over-unders 156.5. Yeah, good spot for Collingwood here. Um, one of my better bets for the week, I think. Uh, can't believe this line uh, is either staying or going to Adelaide. I really like Collingwood here. There is a bit of weather around, which might check it a tad. But, uh, yeah, going into Adelaide, I don't think Adelaide are much good at all. Uh, Collingwood have won seven in a row, so yeah, like Collingwood and the total. I'm just going to see how the weather goes. Stay okay. out for now. Nothing like a bit of momentum, Collingwood. There. Mm-hmm. All right. Next game, we've got the GWS taking on Brisbane. So that is Saturday, one forty-five again. GWS two fifty. Brisbane a dollar fifty-five. The line is ten and a half, and the over unders one seventy-six and a half. Yeah, huge money for the Giants here. It's been all one way. Mm-hmm. Um, with uh, Brisbane, you know, got some players back in. Um, I, down to 10 surprised me. It's gone a long way. Uh, starting to get into a zone where I, I could play Brisbane. I uh, haven't played it yet, but, yeah, if it continues to fall, I think Brisbane might become a price. But the play here is the over. The bookie started off at 165.5. Now, you know, we sent that out early. Um, I don't know how they come up with two in the 160.5. The weather's fine. It's jumped 11 points to the over. So um, I think it'll just keep going one way and there'll be plenty of points in this game. Okay, the over's there for MG. Now we're going to a Saturday 4.35 game. North Melbourne take on Richmond. North Melbourne $8.50. Richmond $1.07. The line's 44.5 and the over under 175.5. Maybe the line should be more. Yes. Uh, obviously, North Melbourne lost their coach during the week, so a lot of lot of punters do like to chime in, but I just think North don't have the cattle. Uh, the line did check itself down to about 39. Now it's back up to mid-40s. Um, Richmond will just put on whatever score they want. If they're in a mood, they'll put on a big score. But, yeah, not a betting game for me. Okay, leave that. We're out of that one. Let's go to Fremantle take on Sydney Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Fremantle $1.53. The Swans are two fifty. The line is 9.5 and the over under 156.5. Yeah, very good match. Third v. Seventh. So this will be a cracking contest. Unfortunately, the AFL's put them both on at the same time with the Geelong and Carlton. So not a good uh, scheduling there from the AFL, but, uh, yeah, we'll have to have two TVs set up. Lucky we've got plenty. Um, not a betting game for me here. I think the market's correct, and I don't think it's moved too far. Uh, the total's fluctuating towards the under, which it could be a tight game with premium, but I think there's a slight lean to the over here, but, uh, yeah, probably not a game. I think there's better bets for the week. Okay. We'll leave that, that one for the moment. Now we've got uh, Sunday game, one ten. Hawthorne taking on the West Coast Eagles. Hawthorne a dollar fifteen. West Coast five fifty. The line is thirty two and a half, and the over under one fifty eight and a half. Yeah, one way traffic. This line's moved a ton. Um, <coughs> twenty four and a half. It started for the Hawks. Now up to thirty two. I just think this is a game where, you know, it smells of West Coast not drying for me. They're coming over, and, and the betting suggested that. I just think it'll keep going Hawthorne's way. I couldn't possibly bet in the game. Uh, there's pretty there's pretty good rain forecast as well, maybe up to 15 mils on the day, so it makes it messy as well. So, yeah, better bets for the week. Leave me out of this one. Okay, we're out of that one too. Now let's go to my boys. The Bombers are taking on the Gold Coast. That is the Sunday game at 4.40. Essendon $1.95, Gold Coast $1.86. Um, no line at the moment and the over under 172.5. Yeah, like your Bombers this week, Um Bit of money's track for them. I think they three and a half at the start of the week, down now close to pick. So, yeah, Essendon at home at the Marvel. It'll be a good contest. I just think uh, Essendon's last month of footy, they look like they've uh, 
let them play a bit and open up the game. So I think there'll be points in this game as well. So Essendon and overs for me in this game. Thanks, MG. Punters, he did have a blinder of a week last week. You need the AFL Stings, and you can get that in the Little Betty Live TV shop. That's $22 a week, AFL Stings. We're going to head to the NRL next. We're going straight to the second game for Friday Night Footy. Parramatta taking on the New Zealand Warriors. Parramatta $1.13. The Warriors are six fifty. The line is 17.5 and the over under 44.5. Yeah, what an absolute stinker for the second uh, the second game. So uh, on a Friday night, this is a, one of the uh, trying time uh, matches. But uh, yeah, Eels were big favourites. Then COVID has struck. Uh, Warriors have lost a couple of players there. Dallin Martins losing at their biggest name. Uh Betting he's gone from 14 and a half to 17 and a half. Uh, wouldn't surprise me at all. The Eels started shorter than three converted tries. Uh, bit of a concern. The Eels are not reliable as a favourite. They only covered four of their last 13 with favourites. So, um, can't be with the Warriors under any circumstances. They're very bad as a big underdog. Lean towards the Eels here, but not a game to get too heavily involved. Okay, just a slight lean to the Eels there. Now we go Saturday, the 5.30 game, Manly take on Newcastle. Manly, $1.36. The Knights are three twenty-five. The line, 8.5, and the over under 43.5. Yeah, uh, like the Knights and like the over in this one. Um, the Knights are in a real good bounce back spot here. They've covered 7 of 10 of conceding 40 plus, 19 of 31 of a double-digit loss. Manly, always overrated as a big favourite. Apple Fail covers 3 of 9 when favoured by 6.5 or more at the ground. Uh Big overspot too. The over is 14 and 2. We mainly play a bookie at night, 67% when they're a favourite. So, um, yep, lean towards the, the big plus and the over. Okay, the plus and the over. Let's go to the next game. The Gold Coast take on the Broncos Saturday at 7.35 p.m. The Gold Coast, 2 95 The Broncos are $1.42. The line is 6.5 and, and the over under is 42.5. No idea how the Titans have been backed in this one. Uh, they've made some kind of wholesale changes to, to their salvage. They've Probably need to do considering how bad they've been. They've covered as five or sixteen as a home underdog at six and a half or more, four or fifteen of conceding thirty plus. Brisbane have dominated this matchup pretty much since day dot. Last time they met was uh six rounds ago. Uh Titans are 24-4 at half time, lost 35-24. So um yeah, those those scars are tough to overcome. Got to be with the Broncos here, even with Cobo missing possibly a few other players. Okay, the Broncos there. Now let's go to uh, the Storm and the Raiders. This is Sunday game 405. The Storm are $1.21. The Raiders are four fifty. The line is 12 and the over under 42. Not all that fussed on laying 12 points for the Storm at the moment considering how they've defended the last few weeks. I do think this is a pretty good bounce back for, for the Storm. I'd rather be with them than the Raiders. But um, the bet in this one is the under. A rare under is played for us these days. But um, the under hits... Uh, it's in 8 of 11 when Melbourne's scored 10 or fewer in the last game, 6 of 8 when they're aiming off a loss. So leaning towards them, the under's big for cameras or 29 and 12 when they're off a loss. So uh, I'll be back in the under in this one. Okay, the under's there for top rope. Now, the Sunday game, 6.15pm, Canterbury Bulldogs take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Canterbury Bulldogs, 3.35. The Rabbitohs are $1.33. The line is 8.5 and, and the over under 41.5. Yeah, the dog's been back to 10.5 to 8.5. Uh, probably lean a little towards South in this one, if we're being honest. Um, not a huge beating game sidewise, though. Uh, South have dominated this matchup. Canterbury have been a much stronger team than Manly but what they have been is a much more attacking uh, proposition. They've seen uh, four of the six games go over the total since he's been coached, but uh, one of those unders was uh, when Combank Stadium was underwater, so uh, hard to hard to 
suggest that was a stylistic uh, uh, kind of re re regression there back to the Barrett days. Um, Souths are a huge over, seeing 9 and 1 over off conceding 28 plus, 7 and 1 over off a win. I think the total here is too low and we'll be jumping into the over. Okay, the over's there for top rope. Thank you. Now, punters, you need the GGO way. He is the king of rugby league, and you can get that from $22 a week in the Little Birdie Live TV shop. GGO way, $22 a week. Thanks, MG and Top Rope. Okay, that is it for Friday Lines. Thanks for letting me join you today. OB, sadly, away. I'll be back with you on Monday. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, download our podcast everywhere you get your podcasts from, follow us on socials, Twitter and Insta, Little Birdie TV. All your punning is at topsport.com.au. Have a great weekend. Punt responsibly. I'll see you Monday.